in you. He that hath my commandments and keepeth them, he it is that loveth me, and he that loveth me shall be loved of my Father. And I will love him and will manifest myself unto him. Again, I'm going to read the same scripture in Amplified. Jesus answered and said unto him, If a man love me, he will keep my words, and my Father will love him. And we will come unto him and make our abode with him. In other words, live with him. He that loveth me not, keepeth not my sayings. And the word which ye hear is not mine, but the Father which sent me. The person who has my commandments and keeps them is the one who really loves me. And whoever really loves me will be loved of my Father. And I will love him and reveal myself to him. And I will make myself real to him. Jesus answered, if anyone really loves me, he will keep my word, my teachings. And my Father will love him and we will come to him and make our dwelling place with him. I want to ask you this morning, do you really value the word of God? Do you really honor the word of God? Do you really value? Do you really honor? Do you really respect and fear his word? If we love him, then we must love his word. If we love him, we must love his commandments. Amen? If we do not love Him, then we do not love His Word. You can't say, oh, I love Jesus, but I don't, really, I, don't, I don't want to read my Bible. I, don't, I really don't want to hear the Word of God being preached. I love Jesus, but I don't want to hear all that. Well, I'm sorry you're lying to yourself. You don't really love Jesus because the Scriptures is plain. If you love Him, you will love His Word. Amen? Amen? I know when my children were coming up, I would tell them, if you love me, then do what I tell you to do. You know, if you really love somebody, you will respect what they tell you to do and you'll do it. Amen? Even if you don't like it. Amen? Even if you really don't want to do it, but because you love and respect the person that's telling you to do something that's in love, you'll do it. Because you love them. But how many of us have people in our lives and we give them sound advice and we give them sound wisdom, and we tell them this is what you need to do, and they ignore it, hello, and they go do their own thing. That's not love. That's not love. If they love you, they would obey your advice and your words, even if they didn't like it. Amen? I don't like the scripture where Jesus said if somebody slaps you on one side of cheek, turn the other also. I don't like that. I mean, the first thing i got to do is my left hand has got to rebuke my right hand. You see what I'm saying? Because my right hand is going to have a reaction because I'm right-handed. I ain't left-handed. It's a little slow. But it better be fast when he catches that right hand coming up to hit you back. So you slap me. i got to do this one of these numbers. You know what I'm talking about? Amen. Amen. Is anybody there with me? Come on. Smack. Woo. I wouldn't even look when I hit you. Amen. Sister Lane snuck up on me one, one day in the church. I was vacuuming. I couldn't hear nothing. Vacuum cleaner was running. Sister Lane, she, she snuck up on me and she touched me my, she touched my shoulder. My right arm had a reaction. 
I didn't know anybody was there, but hey, my right arm was thinking for itself. Just a warning to my boys. I got, I mean, I got three boys in here. We're going to be camping buddies this week. Just a warning to you. If I'm asleep, don't touch me. Don't touch me. If you want to wake me up, you stand at the foot of my bed and you call my name. You touch me, there might be consequences. When my daughter was about, about 14 or 15 years old, we were at youth camp. And she wanted to wake me up and get my attention. She should have never been in the boys' dorm. I don't know how she got there, but she got there in the middle of the night to wake me up. And when, she, and when she did, I did one of these numbers. I grabbed her and punched her at the same time in my sleep. Amen. So I don't like the scripture that says, turn the other cheek, brother. My right arm ain't going to like it either. But I better be obedient to it. Amen. There's a lot of scriptures, a lot of word of God that you ain't going to like, but you better learn to obey. Amen. Amen. Oh, Hallelujah. Do we value the word? Do we value his word? Do we respect his word? Do we fear his word? If we love him, then we must love his words. And if you love his word, listen to this. If you love his word, you will spend all of your money. Let me say this again. If you love his word, you will spend all of your money to hear and to receive. And to obey his word. Isn't that right? Oh, y'all don't want to agree with me this morning. I guess I'm here by myself. Brother Hagen, isn't that right? Can I get an amen from Brother Hagen? I got a thumbs up from Brother Hagen. I got somebody with me. Amen. Come on. If you love his word, let me say it again so it can just sink into your... Because your brain is fighting this right now. Your brain and your flesh is saying, uh-uh, it's my money. Uh-uh. That preacher better preach for free. That's what he better do. Uh -uh. If you love the Word of God, I mean really love the Word of God, then you will spend all of your money, hello, to hear, to receive, and to obey the Word of God. Now can I get an amen? amen. I've got three. The rest of y'all still heathens. All right. Praise the Lord. All right, heathens. Y'all just be heathens then. It's still the truth. If you value something, come on, you will spend your fortune to get it. When you will spend your money on what you really value in life. Right. Amen. 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 I know people got to have a new car every two years. Why? They value a new car. And they get in debt. I just love it when they come and say, oh, praise the Lord. He blessed me with a new car. And then six months later, the repo man came and picked up that new car because God didn't bless you with no car payment. Amen. Now, y'all really think God going to do that? No. I've been there, Brother Franklin. Signing my name on the dollar line, my hand shaking and the Holy Ghost inside of me saying, stop, stop, stop. You don't see what's coming down the road in three months. You're about to lose your job three months from now. You don't know it. My hand was shaking, the Holy Ghost inside of me screaming. And my hand still signing my name just in disobedience. And guess what? That repo man picked that truck up and took off with it. Yes, he did. I've been there. I know what it's like to disobey God. I have been the chief of the sinners of disobeying God. I told God no, and I meant no when I said it. 
Am I by myself this morning? Y'all so sanctified and holyfied people. Lord have mercy. Came out of your mama saved and talking in tongues. Yes, y'all did. Y'all know better than that. If we love God, we will spend all of our money, all of our time. We will give it everything if to hear the word of God. Mm. In John chapter 14, verse 24, the Amplified says this. One who does not really love me does not keep my words. Pastor didn't write this. I just want you to know, don't, don't leave the church mad at me. Because I didn't write the book of John. I'm just reading it to you this morning. This is what it says. If you don't believe me, look in your own Bible. It's in red. It's in red. And the word teaching you, which you hear, is not mine, but the Father who loves me. Look at what Jesus is saying. If you love me, you will keep my words and you will obey my words and you will apply my words to your life. If you do not, then you really don't love me. That's what Jesus is saying. If you do not obey the words of Jesus, you do not love him. Come on. And did we not just read the scripture that says he who loves me, my father loves him. And in my word will abide in Him, and we, the Father, and the Son, come on, and the Holy Ghost, we will move in to His house. We will move in to His body. Woo! Tell me what the Holy, the God the Father, God the Son, God the Holy Ghost, moving into your house, moving into your body, tell me a problem that will not solve. It'll solve everything. It is of everything. Amen. John chapter 14, verse 26. Read along with me. But the helper, the helper is the comforter, the advocate, the intercessor, the counselor, the strengthener, the standby, the Holy Spirit, whom the Father will send in my name, in my place to represent me and act on my behalf. He will teach you all things. The Holy Spirit is teaching you this morning. He will... Help you remember everything that I've told you. Peace I leave with you. My perfect peace I give unto you. Not as the world gives do I give to you. Do not let your heart be troubled nor let it be afraid. Let my perfect peace calm you in every circumstance and give you courage and strengthen of every challenge. How many of us need the peace of God right now? How many of us need peace in our minds right now? You're tired of the drama. Amen? Amen? Some of us need to run some drama queens out of our life. Amen. Come on. Amen. Some of us need to rebuke the drama queen spirit and cast it out of the house. Amen? 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 I told my wife, I said, them kids better leave the drama with their mama because I'm not taking it to youth camp this week. Amen? Amen. Them kids get on my nerves. That's what I'm going to tell them, Frankie. You better bottle up that drama and send it home to your mama because we ain't dealing with that today. Amen? Mm. John chapter 15. Y'all better pray for pastor. I am taking my belt, by the way. <laughs> it's made of leather. Come on. And I've been itching to whoop somebody ever since my kids got grown. I've been itching just to swing that. You know what I'm saying, Brother Frank? Just grab that leather tighten it up. My daddy used to make a pop just to get my attention. Reach back like he's playing golf. Y'all know what I'm talking about? 
I don't know how to play golf, but I learned that from my daddy's belt. <laughs> Amen. I could probably hit a golf ball the way he did, the way he hit me. Praise the Lord. Thank God for my daddy whooping me. I wouldn't be here today without it. John chapter 15, verse 3. Look at, look at what it says. John chapter 15, 15, verse 3. Jesus is Jesus talking. Now are ye clean through the word. Hello. Now are ye clean through the word which I have spoken unto you. The word of God will clean you. The word of God will heal you. The hearing and receiving and obeying of the word of God will clean you and heal you and prosper you. We are clean through and by the word of God. Our faith is increased by hearing, receiving, and obeying the word of God. Everything we need is found right here. Everything you need in life is right here. It's in the instruction manual of life. It's called the Word of the living God. And John said, and the Word became flesh. And we beheld Him. In the beginning was the Word. And the Word was God. And the, Oh, come on somebody. The, Jesus is the Word of God. He says, I come in the volume of a book. This book right here. This book with these red letters, praise God. With these red letters that tell me that Jesus died and shed his blood to speak these holy words. I should value and treasure. I guard this word with everything. I give everything in my life for this word. Brother, I gave up my business for this word. I gave up my career in the military for this word. This is how the staff sergeant, amen, in the United States Army. Career, God said, walk away. Because of the word, I walked away. Amen. I walked away. I walked away from careers in the military. I walked away from my own business. I walked away from different jobs because it was pulling me away from God instead of pushing me to God. Come on, somebody. I refused to work on Sunday. I don't know how to have a business. I lost business because people were mad at me. I refused to work on Sunday. I said, that's the day I worship Jesus. You're trucking. You broke down my day. Praise God. They just don't know that I need the Holy Ghost to help me on Monday. To tell me what was wrong with that engine because the computer wouldn't tell you. Many times I can testify how the Holy Ghost would reach into that engine and tell me exactly what the problem was. And I did it fixed with no computers because the computer wouldn't tell you. But brother, if I had chose to work on Sunday, the Holy Ghost would not have honored me on Monday. Come on. Am I preaching the gospel truth to you this morning? This word of God has got to be number one in your life. Seek ye first the kingdom of God by seeking his word. Seek him through the word. Jesus is the word. Jesus is the word. Read it. Come on. Meditate on it. Come on, put it in your head. Meditate on it. Some of y'all need to get your Bibles out and just put it in your pillow and sleep on it. Come on. Maybe the Holy Ghost will just pour it in your ear or something. I don't know. But we need to live the Word of God. Listen, we need to reach before we reach for this. We need to get up in the morning and reach for this. And forget about this. Come on, somebody. We need to get off the Facebook and we need to get in God's book. Oh, hallelujah. One-eyed monster full of the devil right here. Amen. When I was a boy, you had to work at sin, and now it's at your fingertips. Y'all know what I'm talking about? When I was a boy, you had to work at sinning. 
It was hard. There's some things are hard to find, is what I'm trying to say. But today, everything's at your fingertips. Hmm. I saw a sign the other day that it said that Google was a sign of the 666. It said Google was a sign of the devil. I, it may very well be. May very well be. Amen. Look at all that nastiness on there. But the Word of God is the book that we need to be getting in the morning. How many of us are, are, in, are you reading your chapter every day with me? Amen. Reading your chapter with me. I'm reading it every morning. I hope you're reading it with me. Amen. If I could go to your house and put your slippers on you to get you out of bed and put the Bible in your hand, I would. If I could open up your eyes, come on, open your eyes up, get the Bible right here, hello, I would. But you've got to put some effort to it. You've got to get in God's Word. I said you've got to get in God's Word because your joy and your strength and your peace and your answers are right here in God's holy word this morning. There's nothing more important than the word of God. Nothing more important than the word of God. Mm. John chapter 15 verses 4 and 6 and King James says abide in me. John chapter 15 verses 4 and 6. Abide in me. In other words live with me. And I in you as a branch cannot bear fruit of itself. Except it abide in the vine. No more can ye except you abide in me. I am the vine and you are the branches. He that abideth in me and I in him the same bringeth forth much fruit. For without me ye can do nothing. Oh you need to highlight that church. Without Jesus you can do nothing. Nothing. If a man abides not in me. He is cast forth as a branch and is withered and men gather them and cast them into the fire and they are burned. Let me read that again. Let me read it slowly so you can hear it. If a man abideth not in me, he is cast forth as a branch and is withered and men gather them and cast them into the fire and they are burned. Let me tell you, church, hell is hot. And it's getting hotter by the minute. Hell is real. Hell is getting hotter. And shame on all these preachers that are too afraid to say the word hell in church. Because we need to be preaching and telling people about hell. Because hell is real. Hell's more real than you are sitting in that chair right now. Hell is real. Look at what Jesus is saying. If my word abides in you, then me and my Father will live with you and you will live with us. If my word is not in you, then you are as a branch broken off and thrown in the fires of hell. Look at what he's saying. You better have the word of God on the inside of you or you're going to bust hell wide open. Oh, y'all don't like this kind of preaching. Nobody likes the truth. But I'm going to tell you something. I'm not refuse to stand before a holy God and have your blood on my hands for not telling you that hell is real. And if you keep sinning, you keep living a life of sin, you're going to die and go to a devil's hell. I refuse to stand before God with your blood on my hands. So I'd rather for you to go to heaven mad at me. Come on. 
I'd rather for you to go to heaven mad at me than for you to go to hell happy with me. Amen. Are you hearing me this morning? Amen. If the word of God is not in you, church, you're going to go to hell. If Jesus is not in you, church, you're going to go to hell. It's just that simple. It's not confusing. There's no gray area here. It's one or the other. It's heaven or it's hell. Which one will you choose? Everybody says, I want to go to heaven. But you don't want to live like it. Come on. Everybody says, I love Jesus. But you don't want to follow his word. Amen. Come on. Amen. My daughter's got a shirt. She wears it to irritate me. My daughter's not, she, she's not saved. She'll tell you she ain't right with God. She wears a shirt that irritates me. She wears it to irritate me. So if you see her with this shirt on, y'all just say a little prayer for her and forgive her because she's doing it to irritate me. And this is what her shirt says. I love Jesus, but I cuss a little bit. That's what it says. I love Jesus, but I still cuss. How I many you know if your mouth ain't saved, your soul ain't saved? Hello. I said, your mouth ain't saved, your soul ain't saved. If it ain't in you, I like what my wife said on Wednesday night. If it ain't in you, it won't come out of you. If the cursing ain't in you, it won't come out of you. If the lying ain't in you, the lying won't come out of you. Come on, somebody. Come on. If the drinking ain't in you, then the drinking won't come out of you. If the smoking pot's not in you, the smoking pot won't come out of you. Come on, somebody. If the sinning's not in you, the sinning won't come out of you. Hallelujah. You gotta be born again. You gotta be full of God and full of His Word and full of the Holy Ghost. It's the only way to get to heaven. It's good preaching even if you don't like it. Hmm. We have preachers. We have people that are coming to preachers. And they're saying the words of salvation. Lord, forgive me of my sins. Cleanse my heart. Lord, let your blood wash away all of my sins. Lord, I confess you as my Lord and my Savior of my soul. You are my King. You are my Savior. I confess you. Jesus Christ is my Savior. I repent of my sins. We have people that go through this prayer all the time, all around this world, and even right here in this church. But they walk right back out that door, right back into a life of sin, and never stop sinning. I got news for you. Without conversion, there is no salvation. Without a transformation of your life, there is no salvation. Come on. Without a renewing of your mind, hello, and, and, a, and a recreation of your spirit, there is no salvation. You can go to God and you can say, Lord, I'm sorry. And you can go to God and you can repent every day and turn around and go right back out in that world of sin. You're going to bust hell wide open because you're choosing sin over God. I heard a preacher say this week, boy, it hit me in the stomach when he said it. Because it was so truthful. He said, the problem with people, 
is that they know that the wages of sin is death. And they don't like the, the result of the sin, but they still love sin. Hello. They still love sin. They still love the taste of blood. Come on. They still love the feeling of the joint. Come on. They still love to chase women. They still love sin. But they don't want the result of the sin, which is burning forever and ever and ever and ever and ever and ever in the flames of hell. They love the sin, but they don't want to pay the price for the sin. Hell is going to be full of people. Listen to me. There's going to be people in hell cursing my name. Oh, yes, they are. There's going to be people in hell screaming my name and cursing me in hell because they refuse to listen to me. They refuse to repent of their sins. And my sermons are being played over and over in their mind like a broken record. And in hell, they are hearing the sermons being preached. Listen, people are praying in hell better than they're praying in church. Mm. I said, people are praying better in hell than they are in the church house. Because in hell, everybody wants to get out. Everybody wants forgiveness. Everybody in hell is ready to accept Jesus Christ as their Lord and Savior. The only problem is it's too late. When you take your last breath, you are done. The judgment is there. There's no more time. There's no more place. Your destination of eternity has been decided. And don't you dare point a finger at God and say, if He's such a good God, why does He send people to a place called hell? I got news for you. It might shock you. God does not send anybody to hell. People send themselves to hell. God loves everybody. God wants everybody to be with Him in paradise in heaven. But He cannot force you to live right. He will not force you to live right. It must be your choice. Listen, we are not old sinners saved by grace. I got one amen. I said we are not old sinners saved by grace. We are not old sinners Saved by grace. That sounds like a very religious thing to say. It sounds like we're saying something that's correct, doesn't it? Oh, I'm just an old sinner saved by grace. Y'all pray for me. No. No. We are not old sinners saved by grace. We were old sinners. Now we've been saved by grace. I'm trying to tell you, you can live your life without sin. I'm trying to tell you, you don't have to sin. I'm trying to tell you, sin is a choice. It's a decision that you make before you ever act on it. And just because you have the thought to sin doesn't mean that you've got to put feet to it. Just because you have a thought to sin doesn't mean that you've got to act on it. Amen? Why don't you ignore the devil and the temptations of sin the way you ignore God? Come on. The way you ignore God and His Holy Word. If you just ignore the devil, he'll get tired of flapping his gums. And you shut up for a little bit, for five minutes at least. Huh? Come on, but the devil's like an old nagging woman. He'll come right back in a minute. 
<laughs> Come on, if you can't laugh with me, just say, oh, me, oh, me, oh, me. Oh, me. John chapter 15, verse 7. If you abide in me and my words abide in you, you shall ask what you will, and it shall be done. Herein is my Father glorified that you bear much fruit. So if you be my disciples as my Father has loved me, so as I have loved you, continue you in my love. If you keep my commandments, you shall abide in my love, even as I have kept my Father's commandments, and abide in His love. These things I have spoken unto you, that my joy... Woo, yes, give me some joy, God. Give me your joy. I want Jesus' joy. Might remain in you. And that your joy might be full. How many of us need some joy that's running over this morning? How many of you know that God don't want you to be depressed? He don't want you to be sick? He don't want you to be mad? Come on. He don't want you to be discouraged? He wants you to be encouraged. He wants you to be healed. He wants you to be full of joy, full of the Holy Ghost. Come on, full of God. The only way you're going to get full of God is get full of the Word. Hallelujah. Spend every dime you got, church, to hear the Word of God. Spend it all. It's worth it. It's worth it. Mm. These things have I spoken to you that my joy might remain in you, that your joy might be full. This is my commandment, that you love one another. What is Jesus' commandment? He's telling us. What is His words to obey? He's telling us. That you love one another as I have loved you. Greater love have no man than this, that a man lay down his life for his friend. I'm preaching hard at you this morning because I love each and every one of you. I love you enough to warn you that the hell is real and the flames are hot. Amen. I love you enough to make you angry. Even if you leave this church today and say, I'll never go back and hear that man preach ever again. That's okay, because I still love you. And I love you enough to tell you the truth. Greater love than no man does than a man lay down his life for his friend. Let's break this down. Let's break it down. Number one, if you abide in me, live in me. And my words live in you, then you shall ask in prayer and it will be done. I wish God would just answer my prayers. I just wish God would answer my prayers. Can I get, come on. I mean, you got some prayers out there that you're just begging God to answer. I just wish God would answer my prayers. Well, how's your love life? Are you walking in love? Are you walking in love? You want God to answer your prayers? Walk in love. Number two, if we keep his commandments, we we shall abide and live in his love. Number three, his joy will be in us. His joy. His joy will be in us. The joy of the Lord is my strength. Thank you for bringing that song to us this morning. The joy of the Lord is our strength. The problem is you don't know what the joy of the Lord is because you still hate your neighbor and your mother-in-law. Come on. Don't shout me down when I'm preaching at you real good this morning. Let me go ahead and tell you what I heard a preacher tell me one time. He says you can't love, you can't go to heaven if you hate your mother-in-law. Amen. Your mother-in-law might be the one that's sending you to hell today. Better fall in love with her is all i got to say. Number four. His commandment that we love one another 
as Jesus loved us. We are to love one another as Jesus loves us. Jesus loves me, this I know, for the Bible tells me so. But the Bible also says, love your neighbor as you love yourself. The Bible also says that you should love everybody the way Jesus loves them. Amen. Walk in the love of Jesus toward people and obeying His commandments and fulfilling the commandment. It also fulfills the commandment of the old Bible. This is what Jesus said when they asked Him, what's the greatest commandment? He said, the greatest commandment is this, to love the Lord thy God with all thy heart, all thy mind, and all thy soul. And He could have stopped there and satisfied them, but Jesus went on to say, and the second is just as great as the first. Love your neighbor as you love yourself. So Jesus went on. Love your neighbor as you love yourself. Walking in the love of Jesus toward people is obeying the commandments of Jesus in all of the Old Testament. You will automatically obey the Ten Commandments in the book of Exodus if you love people the way Jesus loves them. Because if you love people, you don't want to sleep with your neighbor's wife. You don't want to steal his cows. Come on. You don't want to steal his Cadillac. Amen. You don't want to covet his things. And you don't want to murder him. Because you love him the way Jesus loves you. You will automatically fulfill the Ten Commandments. Amen. Amen. Confess with me today. I choose to love Jesus. Oh, I got four people with me. The rest of y'all done went home. I choose to love Jesus. Say it with me. I choose to love Jesus. I choose to love the Word of God. I choose to love people. Y'all need to say that about three more times. I choose to love people. I choose to love people. I choose to love people. It doesn't matter if they love you back. It doesn't matter if they hate your guts. Come on. There's people that hate me, brother. How you believe that? As loving as I am. As sweet as I am, there's people that hate me. But I can't hate them back. I better love them the way Jesus loves me. I better do good to them the way Jesus did to me. Amen. No, N-O. N-O, no love. N-O, no faith. N-O, no faith. N-O, no power. Y'all should have been writing that down. Come on. N-O, no love. N-O, no faith. N-O, no faith. N-O, no power. N-O, love. N-O, God. Are y'all with me? No love, no God. No love, no God. K-N-O-W. K-N-O-W, no love. K-N-O-W, no God. Are you with me? Am I spelling it right, kids? Y'all keep up with me. I might misspell it. K-N-O-W, no faith. Mm. K-N-O-W, no power. Mm. Do you love His words this morning? Do you love His words this morning? 
Do you love His words this morning? Can you handle a little bit more? Come on. Can you handle a little bit more? Turn to Deuteronomy 28. Deuteronomy 28. We're not going to read all of it, just the first half of it. Deuteronomy 28. And it shall come to pass that thou shalt hearken diligently unto the voice of the Lord thy God to observe and do all of His commandments which I command thee this day, that the Lord thy God will set thee on high above all the nations of the earth, and all these blessings shall come upon thee and overtake thee, if thou shalt hearken to the voice of the Lord thy God. The blessed shall thou be in the city, and blessed shall thou be in the field. Blessed shall be the fruit of thy body, and the fruit of thy ground, and the fruit of thy cattle, and the increase of thy kin, and the flocks of thy sheep. Blessed shall be thy baskets in thy store. Blessed shall thou be when thou comest in, and blessed shall thou be when thou goest out. The Lord shall cause thy enemies to rise up against thee, to be smitten before thy face. They shall come out against thee one way, and flee before thee seven ways. The Lord shall command the blessings upon thee in the storehouse, and all that thou settest thy hand to do. And he shall bless thee in the land which the Lord thy God giveth thee. The Lord shall establish thee a holy people unto himself, as he has sworn to thee, if thou shalt keep the commandment of the Lord thy God, and walk in his ways. And all the people of the earth shall see that thou art called by the name of the Lord, and they shall be afraid of thee, and the Lord shall make thee plenteous in goods, in the fruit of thy body, in the fruit of thy cattle, in the fruit of thy ground, in the land which the Lord swore unto thy fathers to give thee. And the Lord shall open to thee his good treasures, that heaven to give rain unto thy land in its season, and to bless all the works of thy hand. And thou shalt lend to many nations, and thou shalt not borrow. And the Lord shall make thee the head, and not the tail. And thou shalt be above only, and thou shalt not be beneath. If thou hearken unto the commandment of the Lord thy God, which I command thee this day to observe, and to do them. Amen. Amen. No, I can't read that fast. There is blessings in the Word of God. There is blessings in receiving and obeying the Word of God. The Word of God. The word blessed means in the Hebrew tongue. And you know, last week I had my Hawaiian shirt on. And I enjoyed wearing it. I've been wanting to wear one to aggravate Brother Larry because he's always wearing them shirts, you know. And I feel comfortable wearing it. But I also feel comfortable with my suit and tie. But as I got ready to get dressed today, I said, Lord, I want to dress like a blessed man. I want to dress like a prosperous man. I want to look like I got the anointing of God all over me. I want to put on my best for you today, God. I want people to look at me and say, that man must be blessed. That looks like a rich man. Come on. You know why? Because I am. I am running over with blessings. You see, the word blessed in the original Hebrew language means prosperity. I just read you the first half of Deuteronomy 28. Prosperity will follow me in the city. Prosperity will follow me back in the country. Prosperity will bless the works of my hands. Come on. Prosperity will bless my children and my grandchildren and my cattle. Oh, Lord, that God. And my cattle shall be blessed in the field. Hallelujah. Me and Brother Frankie own some cows in them fields. Got his name on it in my cows too, brother. Yeah. Amen. Why? Because he's a tithe fair. And I'm his pastor. That's right. That's right. 
The anointing on me flows on you. And when you give your tithes to God, the first fruits of your increase, when you give it to God, the Bible in Malachi says, open up the windows of heaven. The anointing of oh. prosperity oh. is all over you. Because you're obeying God in His Word. Hallelujah. You want to know why? You want to know why these old people are so healthy and blessed, brother? I know why. They're glad. <laughs> Because for over 56 years, this woman has been obeying God. They've been faithful to God in this church, been paying their tithes, the sacrifice when she didn't have enough money to pay tithes. Deal with that food when he didn't have enough to get God anyways, did you not? Come on. Her husband gave it to God when they couldn't afford it. Come on. The anointing of prosperity. Listen, she might not be a millionaire, but somebody please give me the help of sister body. I'll take the help of sister body any day over a dollar bill. If that ain't good preaching, I don't know what it is. The word blessing means prosperity. Your problem is your wicked mind thinks it's all going to money. Because you've got a wicked mind. But prosperity includes my children being saved, sanctified, filled with the Holy Ghost. And that little girl wearing that shirt to have baby. me. Oh, the Holy Ghost is about to catch her, wrap his arms around her, and rebuke that devil right out. to your souls this morning because it will change your life forever it will change your life forever fall in love with the word of God come on start playing something for me fall in love with the word of God and do everything it tells you to do love people the way Jesus loves people and you'll have it 
Preacher, what do I need to do to change my life? What do I need to do to get health and prosperity in my life? What do I need to do to get my prayers answered, to get God to move heaven and earth on my behalf? Just obey Him. He said, love people the way He loves people. <coughs> love people the way He loves people. If you love people the way Jesus loves people, you'll have everything you've ever wanted. In this life and in the life to come. Amen? In this life and in the life to come. You'll have everything you ever need. I just want peace in my heart and my mind. I, I want peace in my home. I want to know that my children are going to be okay. I want to know that I got enough money in the bank account to get me through the next week. And all you need to do is start loving people the way God loves people. Put the Word of God first in your life. Seek ye first the kingdom of God. And all these things shall be added unto you. It's all about love. The greatest commandment. The greatest commandments are not in Genesis all the way through the Old Testament to Malachi. The greatest commandments is the one commandment that Jesus said. Love your neighbor as you love yourselves. He told the disciples to love one another as He has loved them. Are we not all His disciples? Amen? Amen? And don't be like that guy on the phone. Don't be like that guy on the telephone and a phone call with God and say, Lord, I'm not going to talk about my neighbors even if they ain't no good. God knows they ain't no good. Just love them anyways. Love them anyways. Come on, we all got neighbors that ain't no good. We all got family that ain't no good. Come on. Don't sit there and lie this morning. You know you got some heathens in your bloodline because you don't want to tell them how to sin. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. I told my other daughter a couple weeks ago. She complained about her kids. Got teenagers, don't know how to raise teenagers. Got a little boy, nine years old now. Maybe he's ten, I think he's nine. Old I don't know, I can't keep up. Got a little baby. She's complaining, I just looked at her. I said, honey, they're just acting like you. Come on. Come on. They're just acting like you. You're paying for your raising. And I'm enjoying every moment of it. Praise God. Hallelujah. Come on. But the truth is, we teach our children how to sin. Oh, you don't want to hear it, do you? My mama drank alcohol, so I drink alcohol. My mama cuss, so I cuss. My mama smoked cigarettes, so I smoke cigarettes. Can I go on? Can I go on? Huh? Come on. You can't go on, can't you? We'll just stop right there. We don't want to get to meddling. <laughs> Preacher, don't meddle, right? We don't want to meddle. But to love God is to love His Word. To love God is to love people. Stand to your feet this morning. Say, I love my mother-in-law. 
Y'all need to say, Tim, you can be saying that real loud back there. I love my mother-in-law. I love my father-in-law. I love my preacher, and if he ain't no good. <laughs> Y'all could have cut that last part off right there. Y'all could have cut that off, you know. Come on. Shouldn't we love our neighbor as we love ourselves? All eyes closed. These altars are open this morning. If there's anything in your life that you need to repent of, I encourage you just want to run to the altar right now. If there's anything in your life that's keeping you from walking in the love of Jesus Christ, please run to this altar right now. Don't worry about who's looking at you because they ain't going to be looking at you in hell anyways. So don't worry about that. If there's anything between you and God, right now, please run to this altar. Please run. If you don't know Jesus Christ as your Lord and your Savior, I encourage you to come to this altar right now. Get on your knees and cry out to a God of love that loves you. You'll find yourself surrounded by other people that love you too. If you're here this morning, and you know that there's things between you and God, even though I was joking about the, the mother-in-law because we so simple, somebody hurt your feelings, Somebody said something three weeks ago and you're still stupid about it. Could be a co-worker. Could be family. Could be a neighbor. Could be the male lady. Whoever it was. Choose to walk in forgiveness this morning. Come to this altar. And seek Him this morning. Father, in the name of Jesus, Lord. All I can do is give them your word. All I can do is tell them what your word says. That's all I can do. Holy Spirit, you have to do the rest. Everybody, from the sound of my voice, even later on on YouTube, as people are watching at home, I ask you that this word be strong in their souls, God, that nobody will ever leave and say, I did not hear the word of God being preached. Father, I pray that you teach us and show us how to obey. That we choose to walk in love. Help us to walk in love, God. Because we're just humans, we don't know how. We're just babies, God, in your eyes. We're just little toddlers barely holding ourselves up we don't even know how to forgive God, but you know. We don't know how to walk in love with other people who are mean, critical, other people who curse us, talk bad about us behind our backs. We don't know how to, how to walk in love with these people, but God, you know. Help us, Lord. Teach us. Teach us this morning, oh Father, right now. Oh, hallelujah. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Hallelujah. Is anybody here need a touch?
from the Lord. You got sickness in your body? We'll, we'll anoint you with oil this morning. Whoever needs prayer for sickness, come on, we'll pray for you. Hallelujah. Oh, yes. Yes, Lord, you are here in our midst. Hallelujah. 
You are here in our midst, O Lord. Thank you. Thank you, Lord. Thank you. Thank you. hard for him to do there's no mountain he can't climb there's no valley he can't walk in come on there's no place David said even if I make my bed in hell you are there mm. even in the belly of a well God was found Woo, come on wherever you are God is there you say well I don't feel him I don't mean he's not there. 
He's there. We got to learn to trust God past our physical feelings. Amen. And the word of God helped us do that.